Hello all and welcome to podcast number three. So let's start with what I was talking about in the last podcast. And um, I was saying that the uh, EU referendum was taking place. So now the referendum is over. The UK public voted to leave. And then the next morning, people worried about what they, um, what the outcome would be. And they wanted to backtrack. And they felt that they were lied to. But either way, the UK will be out. And um, it's going to be an interesting time for the UK possibly 18 months to a year to sorry to two years we'll find out exactly what the damage is I found it quite interesting that Germany were really trying to make an example of us because we voted to leave so the EU referendum aside um, I've been working away for the past couple of weeks so I did one whole week in Manchester it was actually six days but so we had two shows running one after the other and um, I did both of them so we had uh, CIH housing 2016 and um, the autism show 2016 Manchester now the autism show uh, there's one in Birmingham there's one in London and obviously the one in Manchester that I was at it was pretty good usually we have problems with queues but there didn't seem to be any this year so now we are on the weekend of the Formula One British Grand Prix and we'll touch on that later on but first let's do the news so the first bit of news which is really funny and which I knew was going to happen at some point is that uh, Chris Evans um, has left Top Gear or should I say the new Top Gear yeah I don't think people liked him I don't think anybody liked him to be fair um, Matt LeBlanc has been doing a really great job he's like a cross between um, Richard Hammond and Jeremy Clarkson and it's quite good to see him on screen and talk about the vehicles and what have you and he's got a good voice obviously because of his American accent but it's a lot better than the shouty screamy Chris Evans who just seems to just shout a lot even to the um, visitors to the um, to the studio um, so uh, I am a big fan of Top Gear as many people are and um, in this series I have tried to watch it with an open mind and it's been interesting to say the least the past couple of uh, weeks I have actually not bothered even watching it at the time that it was broadcast so 
I've recorded the episodes and just watched them back whenever I could be bothered, which is not the norm for me. So the other piece of news is that regardless of what happens, the next Prime Minister will be uh, a female Prime Minister in the UK. Let's hope for the right person to get the right job and do a decent job at running this country. And she's not a Margaret Thatcher and she's not a Tony Blair. Definitely don't want another Gordon Brown. Yeah, so let's hope for the best. Um, some other news. Um, Snapchat is being sued for the explicit snaps that people keep putting up. Well, the problem is Snapchat's just a platform. It's the people making the dodgy videos and pictures uh, that are the problem. Now, there's no way you can stop a user from uploading something explicit. I don't know. What can you do? I don't think you can do anything about it apart from banning those people. But there's always a way around it. Registering again and what have you. I'm not really sure what they can do and I don't think they should be sued for it. I don't think it's their fault. They just provide the platform. And that's a bit of tech news there for you. How about some comic book news? So comic book wise, um, a new Iron Man has been announced. So this time Iron Man is not going to be Tony Stark. It will be a black teenage girl will be using the Iron Man suit. I think it's pretty good. Um, I'm all for ethnic minorities, you know, um, having more of a having more of a prominent role in TV, movies, and now comic books. Having said that, I know Tony Stark is the only Iron Man. And everybody listening to this should keep an open mind. I didn't mind the fact that um, Spider-Man was Miles Morales. Morales? I don't know. I haven't read any of those comics. To be honest with you, I don't think I've read a brand new comic in the last two, two and a half years maybe. But Peter Parker will always be Spider-Man for me. These other flavours of... Um, characters that are being used to play or be in the roles of you know our beloved character uh, comic book characters um, it's not a bad thing it's a good thing the more people read that read the comics the better for the comic the better for the company the better for everyone and who says there's not a parallel universe out there where Spider-Man is actually a spotty teenage girl or a Mexican um, boy called Juan or Miles, for example. Uh, a few years ago, well, about a year and a half ago, there was a female Thor. That was pretty good. Everybody welcomed that. So why not welcome uh, a black teenage uh, Iron Man slash woman? I don't know what they're going to do. They might call it Iron Woman. I'm not sure if that would be good right so this week this week I have been mostly watching films so that was a reference to uh, the fast show what I have been doing this week 
um, is watching films at the cinema. So the movies that I watched were on Monday, which was the 4th of July. I watched Independence Day 2 or Independence Day Resurgence. And that was a good movie. It had a bit of old, a bit of new, some humour in it, a bit of cheese in it. Um, it was paced okay. I didn't think it was paced too fast. I didn't think it was paced too slow. Um, character development, there was some there. There was enough there to promote another sequel maybe. And at the end of the movie, they wanted to take the fight to the aliens. So I guess there will be a, um, a sequel and probably sooner than 20 years later. So um, I think out of 10, I would give Independence Day an 8 just because I enjoyed the first one. There were elements of the first one repeated which was quite fun to watch. My wife noticed them, which was really good. So the second movie I watched was Central Intelligence, starring Kevin Hart and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Now the film looked funny and it was pretty good. It was hilarious. It wasn't rolling on the floor, laughing funny like The Hangover, but it was it was funny enough to keep me entertained, to keep me awake. The Rock has shown many different levels of his acting abilities now. So that was pretty good to watch. Kevin Hart, or Kevin Little as I call him, is a pretty funny guy. Not just the jokes, when he was doing the promotion for the movie, he was on Top Gear, he was on a couple of other shows, and boy, is that guy switched on. He knows exactly what he's saying. And how he needs to react to react to things. It's it's pretty good. I think he's got a, a huge um, movie career ahead of him. So Central Intelligence, I'd give I'd give an eight out of ten as well to that. I'm only giving it eight because I think it was funny. It did actually feel that it was the right length, even though I wanted more. So I guess there may be a sequel. Okay, so I've talked about two good movies. Let's talk about a shit movie. Okay, so shit movie called Colonia stars Harry Potter's Emma Watson. Uh, the movie flopped in its opening week and only made forty-seven pounds in the in the UK. Uh, when I read that, <laughs> it actually reminded me of the movie that I worked on, which was called uh, Don't Stop Dreaming. And one of the tasks, one of the many tasks that I had working on the film was to try and get it into the cinemas. I got it into quite a few cinemas. Um, I got it into, I think, about eight or nine Cineworlds, a couple of Odeons. Um, there's a Birmingham-based, um, or there was a Birmingham-based um, independent cinema called, um, what was it called? I honestly can't remember what it was called. Paradise? No. Anyway, I'm sure it'll come to me. At the end of the film's run, which is a two-week run, 
I called up all the uh, cinemas and I said, okay, so how much did the movie make? And um, when, ah, it's, it was called Piccadilly Cinema, okay? So when I rang Piccadilly Cinema and the manager turned around to me and said, oh, your movie didn't do very well. And I said, how much did it make? And he said, it only made 20 pounds. And I was like, oh, okay. How will you be giving me the 20 pounds? And he said, how many ways can I give you 20 pounds? And uh, <laughs> from that uh, conversation, I told my boss, who was the producer of the movie, and that it only made 20 pounds. And he just thought, okay, forget it. I don't know if we actually collected the money. And I don't know if he even would bother collecting 20 pounds from the cinema. But hey ho, there you go. <sighs> so tomorrow, is another movie watching day my wife and i are going to go and watch tarzan i did not know they were making this movie and i have more or less been not been following uh, any movie news apart from ghostbusters movie news so this one came as a bit of a surprise to me when i saw it on the side of a bus my wife said we've got to go watch that and I said, fine, let's watch it. So we're going to go tomorrow and hopefully I'm going to like this movie. If it's anything like Planet of the Apes, um, I think I'll love this movie. The Tarzan um, legend slash film series I have liked as a child, kind of grew out of in my teens and haven't bothered looking into it ever since. I think the last movie... Tarzan-esque was George of the Jungle, which I watched, which wasn't too bad. It was a good comedy um, with Brendan Fraser. So um, obviously that's on the other end of the scale. This looks a lot more serious, a lot more mean, and obviously the effects are going to be amazing. So um, got some high hopes for it, and let's hope it delivers on an entertainment uh, on an entertainment level. I hope it delivers. So let's talk about sport, baby. Let's talk about Formula One. Actually, no, that doesn't work, does it? Okay, I'm not going to bother singing. I don't even know why I tried. Okay, so Formula One weekend this weekend. It was also Formula One weekend last weekend. So awesome, really good. Um, so... Today is Saturday and I have watched the qualifying session for the British Grand Prix and Lewis Hamilton took pole. I'm sorry if you haven't watched it yet and I've just ruined it for you but it was going to happen. Euro 2016 final, France versus Portugal. That's going to be good. I'm not going to bother watching it as I have better things to do. Today is also UFC 200, which has Brock Lesnar fighting, I think it's Mark Hunt, somebody Hunt. And um, I'm hoping that uh, Brock Lesnar uh, wins this UFC match, then goes to SummerSlam and loses to Randy Orton, who's going to make his um, return for SummerSlam soon. 
maybe even at SummerSlam, but I doubt it. It would be a week or two before. Now, it's very interesting what's happening here with UFC. Uh, WWE and UFC are complete opposites. One is uh, professional wrestling, or fake wrestling as some people call it. And UFC is mixed martial arts. They are running some kind of cross-promotion where Brock Lesnar, who is currently signed to... Uh, WWE is allowed to fight at UFC 200 so I don't know what's going on there one of my theories has always been that Vince McMahon uh, the owner of WWE has or wants to buy UFC and or has some kind of stake in it is trying to see where the land lies with doing a crossover and seeing if he can get more people over to WWE it's a very interesting time for both of those companies, so um, I'll be watching with great interest. Incidentally, um, UFC 200 will be streamed on, I think it's on the WWE Network and maybe even their YouTube channel tonight. The first match, I think it's at 11.30 UK time. So as I've talked about SummerSlam, and as you may know, I watch wrestling a lot mainly WWE wrestling. I'm hoping SummerSlam, we get some good matches coming through. Um, we already know of uh, Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton. And I'm not a very big fan of Randy Orton, never have been. Uh, my wife is, she loves Randy Orton. And the weird thing is she also loves Brock Lesnar, so don't know who she's gonna uh, cheer for. That match out of the way, I don't want to see John Cena versus AJ Styles anymore. I don't want to see AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho anymore. I think AJ should go for the US Championship, then make his way to the Intercontinental Championship, and then to the World Heavyweight Championship. And forget these grudge matches with John Cena, because they're not fooling anyone. And John Cena's not getting any younger. Not my favourite wrestler, so I don't want to keep seeing him. It's true that there's nobody decent enough to replace John Cena as the face of the company, but you've got to give all the other guys in the locker room a chance to prove themselves, which is not what's happening at the moment. What I would like to see is Dolph Ziggler for the Intercontinental Championship against The Miz as the second from last match. I, I guess the, f the final match would be Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose, which I think would be a really good match, but I've seen those guys fight before, so I'm not sure what else they can do to spice it up. Maybe have a, I don't know, a Hell in a Cell match? ladder match TLC match they have to mix it up it can't just be a straightforward singles match for the championship I'd like to see Zack Ryder winning something even if it's just a match or it doesn't have to be for a belt um, I'd like to see uh, the New Day beat the Wyatt family I do like this new dynamic of Xavier Woods not going against the New Day but it seems like he's been bewitched by the Wyatts, uh, as it was a, f a couple of weeks ago. And then this Monday, he just walked off the stage in a bit of a huff, saying, you guys are just taking the piss. I'd like to see Enzo and Big Cass get a tag team championship match. 
think those guys are really good. I think they're going to go very far. I'd like to see a women's match where Sasha Banks beats uh, Charlotte for the, cha- uh, for the women's belt or women's championship. We're not allowed to call it a belt anymore. It's either a title or a championship. I don't like the terminology used on some of these WWE shows. It's stupid. Um, I'd like to see Paul Heyman return. Be the advocate for Randy Orton. Because I, I, I know Randy Orton can talk uh, on the mic. But I don't think he can articulate himself very well. So if um, Paul Heyman comes out with Brock Lesnar, I think he should leave with Randy Orton. That would be interesting. Other matches... God, what else could we have? I don't want to see another Usos match. And I don't want to see any decent matches on the pre-show. Actually, let me rephrase that. I don't want to see any decent wrestlers on the pre-show. I think that's bad. It's bad for business. Now, for the brand split, let's not talk about the brand split just yet. So we'll come back to that in maybe the next podcast. Now, incidentally, this podcast, I'm going to be... Uh, putting on SoundCloud and I will also try to get it onto iTunes I've been trying uh, this afternoon to to get it onto uh, iTunes but um, it doesn't seem to work and it keeps kicking me out whenever I uh, click on to submit a a podcast and um, I'm also going to put this podcast on my youtube channel and hopefully people that are looking for my formula one predictions will click on this so i'm going to finish with my formula one predictions but just before i do uh just some news on kimi raikkonen he's been re-signed for 2017 as a ferrari driver and i don't think that's very good for the, the sport because there's a lot of drivers waiting in the wings to come into F1. There are a lot of good drivers in F1 that need to move around and Kimi Raikkonen stopping that. He's had his limelight, he's had his uh, world championships with Ferrari. I think it's time to move on. I like the guy as a racing driver. And I think it's pretty funny and cool at the same time. But he's the wrong man. And I think Ferrari know it. But they want to keep it safe for the new changes that are coming next year. But bad, bad, bad choice, Ferrari. Okay, so my Formula 1 predictions. Hmm. Okay, so if Lewis Hamilton wins the race tomorrow, he will be equal to Nigel Mansell for four uh, British British Grand Prix wins that no other British driver has done so far. There is another another record to beat after that, but I think that's five or six wins, and that's held by Jackie Stewart, I think. Can't remember. Don't quote me on it. I'm really bad with Formula One history. Uh, (laughs) So I'm hoping he does win tomorrow um i'm hoping nico rosberg shuts the fuck up i really hate his attitude uh but to be fair i also hate lewis hamilton's attitude when it comes to talking about the mistakes each driver has made or 
you know, the new rules and Mercedes has put some restrictions on both racing drivers now. So we'll see how that turns out. I think we don't, I'm not too sure what it is exactly. If it's a race ban, points on your license. I don't think they can issue points on the license. Um, it must be something else. So I think this is how the grid is going to be. Uh, Lewis Hamilton first, Nicole Rosberg third, Max Verstappen second. Yes, I said it, Max Verstappen second. My ideal Formula One podium would be Lewis Hamilton. Second, I would have uh, Checo Perez. And third, I would have um, Fernando Alonso. He's starting 10th now instead of 8th because of his, he cut the track. So he got his lap time deleted, as did Lewis Hamilton. But he obviously finished on pole regardless on his last lap. So that was good for him. And hopefully tomorrow I will be enjoying Tarzan. I'll be enjoying the Formula One British Grand Prix. And I'll be catching up on UFC 200. So until next time, this is Ansar signing out. Thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to all my feeds on my YouTube channel, on my SoundCloud. And if I can finally get it working on my iTunes account. Thank you.